this is Sandcast, Beach Volleyball with Trav Bourne and Travis Mulwerger, and today, Corinne Quiggle. We are presented, as always, written on VolleyballMag.com. Video is on P1440. Uh, we're going to give Wilson the shout-out for the sponsor of the day, and uh, Nicolette Martin also getting some love. Yep. She's decorating a lot of balls. Do you have a Nicolette Martin? I don't, but volleyball? I should get one. They're gorgeous. She, she's, uh, she's like making a little side hustle out of it. Mm-hmm. She's talented. To it's crazy. I don't know how she like draws that good on volleyball. I can't draw that good on anything, really. I'm limited to stick figures. Yes. Yeah. But how are you doing? You're like kind of in a tweener phase because mm-hmm. um, you went, you and Amanda Dowdy, your new partner, you had a little Asia trip um, and you also played with Cassie House and then you had a little break and now you and you guys are about to be travel buddies to Mexico. Yeah. 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 It's been really fun. I mean, getting back and recovering from our Asia trip um, and then we've been able to get back and get some really good training in these past few weeks to prepare for our next two weeks to Mexico. And then we're home for three days and then back to Malaysia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing a lot of traveling early. Um, yes. Was that the plan coming into it? Is that like, did you set like a goal that this year you were going to try to do as much international stuff as you could? Yeah. So it's always been my goal and dream to go internationally and shoot for the Olympics. So this first year, um, it's been really amazing having Amanda kind of lead us in that. Um, and I really had no former idea of how to get on to the FIVB and USA and all that. And so this is my first year really playing um, FIVBs. I've played in a few Norsecas uh, before, but um, yeah, I've, it's been my goal for as long as I've been in beach volleyball. So yeah. really just taking it um a really good start on it and I have to grow points right now so that's why we're kicking it out as early as we can with all the four stars coming up I gotta get a lot more points I was starting at almost zero um just so that we have a chance to get into those bigger tournaments yeah were you surprised uh, to find out that that's how you do it in beach volleyball is like you just <laughs> start up. from zero and <laughs> yeah. start grinding I really was um I mean I knew that North Vegas might give me like a little bit but really it was amazing to figure oh you just sign up and that was it yeah. and uh, it was actually <laughs> yeah. a lot easier but hard to find um, right. when you have no idea mm-hmm. what you were looking for but it's been great having people kind of mentor like we have Megan Bergdorf also on our as our team nice. who's worked for USA so she's been right. phenomenal getting us the information yeah. on how to do everything she definitely knows the ins oh, yeah. and outs <laughs> she's been like our saving grace yeah yeah. And then you're also uh, working out at USA Volleyball now, right? Yes. I know it's, it's, me and Travis were talking about it earlier. It's kind of a complicated system mm-hmm. in terms of who they let in there. You're either in the rankings or they think you have a lot of potential. So yes. they obviously think that, I mean, I how many points do you have right now? Are you? Um, I have almost 400, I think. So that's a decent amount. I don't know what, yeah. if that's a lot on the international circuit. Because <laughs> yeah. AVP, it's that's a decent like, amount. okay. But it's but okay. the fact that you're in there this early on and trying mm-hmm. to play internationals is a good sign. Yeah. And it helps, of course. Yeah. I don't talking. know what resources you're using yet, but yeah. Yeah, no, it was nice because Amanda has had that connection right. before, and so partnering up with Amanda, and we went in there and expressed our, our goals to Sean and Tyler, and mm-hmm. they kind of um, just like let us develop, and they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you come in, and work with us and it's been great working with Christian and Chris I mean yep. I can feel myself getting stronger when I left for Cambodia I was like I feel strong I feel yeah. good it's it's hard doing it on your own totally. um, but so being in the gym is just a huge huge help yeah 
Yeah. You, have you had a personal trainer before? I or have. Or a weight coach in yeah, college, probably. Yeah, at Pepperdine, I right. had a great coach, Matt right. Young. He's yeah. phenomenal. I, I just love met him <laughs> the other day at, uh, at Zuma. Yeah. And he's just a big dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's great. Uh, we can beat him in volleyball very easily. His arms don't necessarily. <laughs> They're too too big to touch. But, uh, it's like Lamborn. Yeah. Except for yeah. Had a perfect platform yeah. back yeah. in the day. He ruined his platform when he got so yeah, big. Yeah, when he got so yeah. big. That's Matt. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he's a great coach. And it's really cool because he teaches us a lot about our own bodies. So after I left, I knew a lot of things yeah. on how to do them. And I'm actually getting my certification for physical training just as a side oh, thing. For, for fun because I think it's good to know, you know, mm-hmm. the more I can learn about my body. Totally. It's crazy, too. Like, I've had a personal trainer for... Uh, since I was with Hayden, so six years or whatever, and he's, like, on call. He'll answer whenever, when Mm -hmm. I'm overseas um, and help me out with whatever I need. But I'm gone most of the time. And, like, he can only do so much. So, like, the more I know, the the better off I'm going to be, no matter what, no matter how good my trainer, unless I'm going to be an NBA guy flying a trainer around the world or, like, you know, those top tennis guys. Which is tough to do. Like, a a sleep coach. If I'm, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you're LeBron, they're, like, following you around. Like, hey, go to sleep, LeBron. He's like, okay. Yeah, well, The Rock (laughs) travels with his own gym, so. Right. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, what what does he call it? I don't don't remember. Iron Paradise or something. Something like that. He sets up his own gym everywhere (laughs) he goes, which maybe beach volleyball doesn't have the funds for yet. Might be a little expensive to <laughs> to pack a gym. Yeah, could use that uh, in Italy. We like didn't have a gym, so we didn't work out for like eleven days. I was we got pretty out of shape. Yeah, suck it up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many hotel yeah. room workouts I've done? Probably a lot. You yeah, bring I, bands. There's and tons of hills over there. Just hill. take yeah, we did, I did like three hill sprints. And I was like, pasta's catching up. Pasta yeah. and altitude. Yeah. Pasta, altitude, and wine. Oh uh, yeah, there <laughs> you go. Combo. That'll do it. <laughs> Yeah. But your, uh, I mean, your first international travel of the year went really well with silver medal, right? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, like what were, um, I guess, we'll backtrack a little bit further. Um, Trusted Quick Egg, he's getting his uh, infusions in today. So his, his shark blood, whatever you <laughs> call it. Um, but like... How did you and Amanda go about like being partners in the first place? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was playing with Irene for a while, and you were yeah. kind of hopping back and forth. Yeah, so I was kind of hopping back and forth with partners, but my main goal was I want to find somebody that I can travel with, you know, that will go to these FIVBs. And I knew that I was starting out pretty low with points, so I was like, I'm willing to go wherever I need to go to earn points and, you know, however much that's going to take. Um, and so... For me, I was looking for a partner like that. And then um, actually, Amanda called me. I was in Florida visiting. I'm from Florida originally. And so I was visiting my best friend in Florida and my grandparents. And I get a call from this random Texas number. And I was like, who is this? She's like, hi, this is Amanda. Um, just wanted to give you a call. And like, are you around? Maybe we can get lunch sometime. And I was like, I'm actually in Florida, but I get back um, in a few days. And she was like, yeah, I was actually talking to Megan Bergdorf. And talking about new partners and I'd love to just sit down and talk with you and so I was like oh this is really interesting I walked back into my friend's apartment I was like I might have a new partner (laughs) but um so Megan I worked with Megan in the youth program for USA Mm. and we had traveled to China when I played with Brittany Howard uh together and Megan's just been like a great mentor in general um especially with the youth program she did great things and um so from that, they ran into each other at the Bay Club, and she was just talking, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I my partner options, here they are. And she was like, 
have you ever thought of Corinne Quiggle? And she mentioned a few other people, and then she was like, I'm going to give her a call, you know, see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And so then we met, um, we met for lunch, talked about it. I gave her what I wanted to do. I was like, I want to go uh, play internationally, play AVPs, but my, my biggest thing will be internationally because that's where I want the experience, and that's yeah. my end goal. Um, she was like, all right, this is great. So we practiced together a few times, and then she practiced with a few other people, and then gave me the phone call. And at the time, it was funny, I was playing, I was currently playing with Carly Wopat, mm -hmm. and she had practiced a few times with Brittany Hochever, and huh. uh, it was funny because we just kind of, oh, we're going with Naturally. them. And I think that it worked out, like, perfectly yeah. for both Carly and I. Like, totally. It was a great opportunity for both of us to play with yeah. great players. Yeah. Beach volleyball partnerships crack me up, just, mm -hmm. like, how it goes about being done. Like, you know, it's like, it's like speed dating, and oh, you, like, is. know that everybody is, like, talking to everybody else, and just mm -hmm. ends up just kind of slowly working out yeah Finding i feel like you way. have to be very open to like just like what comes your way naturally and, mm -hmm. and like uh have a really good idea of like like what you said you knew what you wanted to do what your dreams were and you kind of stuck to that i feel like some people can get pulled like oh but this person wanted some avps mm -hmm. and they only want to play domestically so i guess i'll just do that and then yeah. you kind of give up what what uh makes you pa or what yeah what's makes you passionate I guess yeah and definitely. Uh, I think it's smart to like really just stick to your guns and figure out what you want and then and then the right partner will kind of like gravitate towards you yeah and I think that kind of happened it was kind of all chance that Megan and Amanda kind of met up and then they talked about it and then we practiced a few times and she was like this is great like you're so easy you just kind of do your thing yeah. over there and <laughs> I'll do mine, and it just kind of meshed at the first few practices, so it was really fun mm -hmm. to play with her. Yeah. It is still fun to play with and her. And definitely, like, one way to start a partnership is to go all the way to Cambodia. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't really yeah. know a person that well, like, that's <laughs> one way to get to know them. Like, how long is that totally. fun? Like, uh, well, we actually yeah. did a layover in Tokyo oh, overnight. Ooh. So it was it was fun. She likes to do that so she can lay horizontally. I'm really good at sleeping, especially on flights. Oh. So I could have done however yeah, long. But, that is um, a great skill to have yeah, in our profession. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But uh, it was nice. We got to Japan. We got to lay down, work out, go in the pool, like Sushi? knock off. No, we didn't. We didn't go that far but um raw fish is yeah. a little risky especially abroad right before our next tournament right, yeah, i was yeah, yeah. i don't eat a lot of sushi <laughs> if in you're general, gonna eat so. it anywhere though tokyo, eat it in tokyo. Be, yeah that would not be cambodia place. not well yeah i've learned my <laughs> not, not learned my lessons not india that's for <laughs> yeah sure. we did talk about that before um we both had bad uh bad trips to india yeah <laughs> Oh, it was beautiful. The country was beautiful. I just didn't get to see much of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you were traveling around in, like, tuk-tuks? Mm. That, that's your new... Yes, uh, the tuk-tuk was amazing. What is that? So it's like a little motorcycle with hooked behind it a little trailer, like, covered... Oh, wow, I don't yeah. know how I'd describe that best, but... Yeah, little rickshaws. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. But not with their own engine. Mm -mm, they, they're just off the motorcycle, okay, pretty yeah. much. And some of them are connected. Right. Uh, we didn't realize that we were overpaying our $2 tuk-tuk until we actually got one that was metered. And uh, it came out to being a little, like, a dollar or less. And we went way further, and we were like, oh, man, could have saved, like, 10 bucks. <laughs> this is insane. But, on the trip. Yeah, on the entire trip, the entire week we were there. But, no, it was... It was great. And all the tech tech drivers were like, oh, we'll go show you this place. And we're like, oh, we only need to go to the venue, really. Right. But we got to explore a little bit after. That's yeah, awesome. Cool. That's good. And then, mm -hmm. so like, Amanda went home, and you did you, you went straight to India. 
Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then she, I'm sure she was supportive of that just so you could get your points in a minute. It's like, all right, that's like no more qualifying. Yeah. So we actually talked about, um, well, we were even considering Cambodia because it was only going to be beneficial for her, her points if we got fifth or better. Um, but for me, I was like, anything's going to help. And so we talked about that for a few months before too. And then deciding on India, I was like, yeah, I just want to make it so that I can earn points for the team. And whether that, that didn't necessarily work out well, because I ended up getting sick, but I was still, the thought was behind of me getting more points so that we can push ourselves into, um, these higher tournaments. Mm -hmm. And Cassie, it worked out for her too, because we, we both were in the same boat. We both had nothing next to nothing. Um, right. And so we both we both needed to start somewhere. So it, it was a beneficial for both of us, except for the end result. <laughs> right. Well, how did you have to end up pulling out? We played um, oh, in the qualifier, brutal. but... It, oh, it was just yeah. still a qualifier? Yeah, oh. we were still in the qualifier. So you just played through sickness mm-hmm. in the quali? Yeah. One match? One match. Oh, We didn't make it. <laughs> guess, well, at least... A positive is that at least it was to an American team. Yeah, which the, the I was North stoked that they got to go on. Yeah, high school uh-huh. girls. They ended up like actually everything. getting. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. they no ended way. up getting sick too during the tournament. Oh really? A lot of people oh. got sick. We were with some Israeli girls and they got sick as well. And they had seen me the day before. Jeez. We were supposed to practice with them, uh, the day before the qualifier, and I had to tell them no. I couldn't even make it to the venue. Um, There's. I've, I've learned a trick overseas when you're in, like, that's third world country. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the town was like, but where I was, it was like third world. Oh, yeah. Uh, the trick is eat the fast food. Eat the fast food. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all were, like, getting sick, and then and then we just said, screw it, and we all went. There was, like, a Domino's there. Mm. Of course, you have those, like, universal well, chains. Yeah. And we're, like, we're eating that because it's familiar, at least. Right. And I will say... Safe. I think I got sick off of Subway. Oh, <laughs> the no. only oh, thing. They had Subway? They had Just Subway. Just think you're safe. But I, I got the lettuce. Yeah, I veggies. got the you chicken. I was like, oh, it's Subway. No, but uh, they, they got... wash it. And I also had an egg. The only two meals that I had by myself were Subway and this, this like, kind of over-easy egg. And it was either one of the two. Because they but... washed the vegetables in the water. Mm-hmm. And then the egg, yeah. It's so either crazy way. to me that, like, washing something makes you... Can make Makes you it sick. sick. Oh yeah, yeah. it's supposed to, it's supposed to go the other way. I know. I got <laughs> sick. Uh, I've gotten sick off eating a bunch of spinach. Like, like I was like, oh, they have greens. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. get a bunch of greens in. I'm like, oh god. Now I got sick for trying to eat a bunch of greens. Mm-hmm. That's so. Where's brutal. the Dominoes? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the McDonald's. It. Yeah, McDonald's. They're really nice in China. McDonald's. Whatever you cook, whatever they cook. I remember like a in, lot. Uh, if it's been really hot. At the Beijing Olympics, mm-hmm. Usain Bolt only ate McDonald's chicken nuggets. Yeah. Well, that's just dumb. Well, they have a giant. <laughs> they, had. they have a giant. Um, Players. Yeah, Olympic Village with literally like it's. I've been to like different Pan American and World right. University, all mm-hmm. that. It's like. Amer- food from United States of America. Food from it's like every country yeah. around the world. You mm-hmm. can get anything, and then that's of course cool. there's just the McDonald's like glowing there. Yeah. So that's just the golden arches. That's on him. The golden arches. But yeah, it's <laughs> Reel you in. And it, everything's free too. So oh. like go to McDonald's. Just yeah. Be like, You'd have to pay for something. You don't have to pay. Take a hundred nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuel. He he has to run for what? Six seconds. I don't know what his time yeah. is, but <laughs> eleven tops, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, if you include the warm-up. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't hit that skip button, y'all. We'll be right back here after a word from our sponsors who keep the show going. And first off, since it's AVP season, we're going to lead off with our guys from Wilson. Everybody knows who makes the best beach volleyball in the game. That is Wilson Volleyball. So since we're in the middle of AVP season, it's time to head over to wilsonvolleyball.com. And you can use our discount code WILSONSAND to get 20% off. So sometimes when you need a rack of 10 volleyballs, that can add up quick. Take 20% off with Wilson Sand to play the best volleyball in the game. Also brought to you by our guys at Firefly Recovery. Recovery is becoming a, a much bigger thing in the sport of beach volleyball and in just science in general. And our guys at Firefly have it down. For those of you who work in an office job or just do a lot of traveling, that's the best part of Firefly because you can use it as you're sitting down, whether it be in an office, whether it be in a car, whether you're, if you're stuck on the 405 in that gnarly traffic or in Austin as I was recently down there, they got some bad traffic there. So just strap on one of those Fireflies and it will help you recover by stimulating the blood flow in whatever area you need to have recovered. It's awesome. I use it all the time, especially on the overseas flights, either for snow volleyball, for Nursekas or whatever. It keeps my knees and legs feeling great, so I'm sure it'll do the same for you. So check out fireflyrecovery.com to learn how you can recover at home, in the office, wherever you need it. Now that we have some prize money on the AVP tour, people making some money, they should learn what to do with that money, and you can find that at Pacific Coast Wealth Management. They're big helpers for the Laguna Beach Open, which is annually the best CBVA out there, and they can help you figure out your finances with smart planning, whatever you need in terms of finances, Pacific Coast Wealth Management has you. Now, for our Pacific Coast Wealth Management-sponsored Olympic rankings, uh, we have Triborn and Trevor Crab are our number one ranked USA team in the race for Tokyo 2020, followed by Billy Kalinske and Miles Evans and Theo Bruner and Reed Pretty. On the women's side, our, we have a lot. We have, have a stacked lineup up there. Number two in the world for the race of 2020 is Alex Kleiman and April Ross, who recently won a four-star in Itapema, Brazil. So congratulations to them. Number three overall and number two for the U.S. is Kerry Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat, closely followed by Emily Day and Betsy Flint, Kelly Larson, Emily Stockman, Sarah Hughes, and Summer Ross. The U.S. is loaded on the international scene for the women. So that is our Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic race update of the day of the podcast. So we will now get back to our show. Enjoy. And as always, if you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes, on Podbean, wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us a ton, and we just appreciate you guys listening. And then are you, well, are you and Amanda doing the Pan Am Games qualifier? No, we're not. It's during the same time as a few tournaments that we're okay. trying to either, I think, Hermosa or Tokyo. Okay. I think that's, it overlaps, so. We decided gotcha. not to do it. Yeah, was it? Um, I know we kind of talked about this the other day at Zoom up, but like you guys deciding to do a three star in Cambodia, where you're in the mm -hmm. qualifier rather than because you guys would have been automatic in the Huntington if you'd yeah. done that, right? Was that because like financially that mm -hmm. decision would, I'm sure was probably pretty difficult because like you have sure prize money, you don't have to travel mm -hmm. to Huntington. Instead, you got to fly all the way back to is it or Malaysia? Malaysia, Malaysia yeah. for a three star where you don't know if you're going to get in. Yeah, I mean it was a tough decision, but. For me, it makes sense, and for her too, because I think that if we want to continue to get into these bigger tournaments in the rest of, down the in the rest of the year, then um, we have to kind of make that sacrifice. Yeah. And it's great opportunities. There's a ton of great teams there, and if we're gonna do it, then we we kind of have to put that above. I mean, if we don't um, end up getting in or something, we still may have time to come back. But that's not our thought. We're mm -hmm. thinking 
hey, we got to go do well in Malaysia and so that we can put ourselves into a good spot to get us into those other tournaments. Do you know where you guys stand right now for, like, points in the U.S.? I don't know exactly where we stand, but we're close to, at least country quota-wise, we're, like, yeah. one or two team outs with seven or eight. Okay, I think. that's a good spot to be. Like, once yeah. you're getting in the country quotas, like, you're at least giving yeah. yourself a shot. Are mm-hmm. you guys getting into the um, uh, direct athlete support from USA Volleyball? I don't think so. Not quite so. yet? No. You're, like, right I on the edge, probably. I think we're right on the edge, That's yeah. good. At yeah. least, like, once you get, start getting mm-hmm. some monthly support, yeah. then it feels like a and job. The, and yeah. the re-evaluation period is coming up. So right. at that point, this is why Malaysia is also very important for mm-hmm. us because if we, we have the opportunity to pass a few teams while we're in Malaysia or at least get into close numbers with them yeah. where only a few things here and there can happen. Um, so that's really going to be important for us in front of the reevaluation period, which is What's in May. What's the reevaluation? Right. It's every... Uh, it's every quarter. Yeah, quarter. Quarter okay. or three. It might Three months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, USA Volleyball reevaluates the points, and then for the next three months, uh, that the rankings determine who gets paid what for the uh, monthly stipends. Yeah. Okay. So I think I want to say top twelve get paid. Um, they, teams or it players? was players. Okay. It might be yeah. Something top like 12. that. So like I know, the one through four players, so the mm-hmm. top two teams usually. Um, but it can be different because if teams have changed up, then yeah. your player ranking is different than your partner's. Um, top four get paid a certain amount, and then it goes down a little bit to five through eight, and then mm-hmm. it goes down a little bit from nine through 12. But you really obviously want to get paid. Yeah, you just want to get into that 12. Yeah, even, yeah, once, if, even if it's the back once end. Once you have a steady paycheck as a baseball player, <laughs> you've made it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you're in. For top sure. eight, I believe, get uh, health insurance. Mm, I think so, eight? yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, or six. That'd um, be really good. So, yeah, you want that, trust me. Yeah, so that's <laughs> why these tournaments are really important for us. Yeah, <laughs> also. okay, that makes sense. Because yep. mm-hmm. a lot of times I feel like a lot of people who don't really follow that as closely or know like the ins and outs of USA would have no idea why someone would skip Huntington for like a three-star. Because mm-hmm. even three-stars don't yeah. pay out that well. Well, we talked about it a lot on the podcast uh, last week or two with Tyler Hildebrand. Yeah. And... Um, there's some there it doesn't feel like it when you're getting that support you're like okay i'm getting you know two three thousand bucks a month one two three thousand bucks a month mm-hmm. um you're like okay that's a good amount like this really helps as a volleyball player but if you take into consideration especially as a top team once you start getting a coach paid for mm-hmm. all your travels paid for i think he said it's uh the top players are getting about close to a hundred grand in in value that's of crazy. stuff they're getting paid for and, yeah. and all that. And, like, I'm getting a coach paid for right now. And with, That's awesome. We have um, Jose flying around the world with us, full, like, and he can actually commit to it rather than a coach that's, like, you know, has to do something else mm-hmm. for most of the time. Um, so there's some serious value in, yeah. in uh, That's huge. getting I your points up. I didn't realize up. that USA did that, too. Yep. That's awesome. There's a lot. And uh, depending on your ranking, you get access to the massage therapist, to the ATC, mm-hmm. uh, the USOC sports psych, uh, they have nutritionists and like there's a, there's a lot. So people Man. aren't just going overseas to collect the just collect the small paycheck, thousand dollar paycheck. <laughs> yeah. you're trying to get up in the system, yeah. definitely, which will make everything easier. Plus your seatings will go up and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, so there's a lot behind it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I feel like all right. Like, have you taken time to sort of reflect on how fast your volleyball career is, like, 
going because last year at this time you were like in college like well yeah in college you're getting ready for golf shores yeah and then playing in qualifiers and now you're like going to three stars like on the border of being in country quotas for major fivbs yeah Mm -hmm. it's crazy it's it takes me a little while sometimes i'm like this is crazy i'm going from mexico i'm waiting three days and then i'm going to malaysia to play in a three star awesome and I have the opportunity to play in Huntington, too, or mm-hmm. we're going to go to Austin. Like, all these tournaments are coming up. I'm like, this is just amazing to be able to know, like, oh, we're going to be in here. Or we're going to be able to – we're getting into these tournaments, even the three-star, even if it's in the qualifiers. Like, we have that opportunity to go, like, have the opportunity to play, to get into those big tournaments, in yeah. my opinion. That's, a, that's um, a great mindset to have, especially after your first yeah. <laughs> tournament was – Going to India and getting sick. Like, yeah. wow, this sucks. Yeah. Well, everyone goes through it. No, you totally. Know? I was on the phone. You can with only Amanda. go up from there. Exactly, right? Yeah. If you hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. <laughs> almost get sent to the hospital yeah. in India. Everyone, Pass I think out I'm, on a flight everyone. home. Did you pass out? <laughs> I did. I didn't have enough fluids or nutrients in my body that right. I started passing out on the flight home. And then I had to come home and get IVs. And oh, God. It was a. Fun experience, it's, but everyone goes through it, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. Not in a yes. third world country, and then on an airplane. Yeah, but yeah, like it's scary enough doing, mm-hmm. getting, feeling like that at home when you have doctors and your family yeah. around. But when you're in a third world country, like I do not want to go to this hospital. Like, well, this, this I actually is a bad went and hospital. looked at them to because I knew that if I stayed there, I'd probably have to end up in a hospital. They were mm-hmm. gonna take me. They actually called the ambulance before me before I started playing. I was like, no, I'm going to play. And they were like, okay, go ahead. Hey, we want to take you to the hospital. No, I'm actually going to go run around and jump in sand and sun. And they were like, okay, we'll wait here for when you're coming back. And I was like, okay. Um, Jeez. Yeah, it was... It was dedicated. <laughs> well, we were all we the way there. We know your level of commitment. Yeah. It is official. It is. Wow. Um, but yeah. That's true. You did fly across the world to do it, so... To be in India. Oh, that's crazy. And Cambodia. Cambodia yeah. was amazing. I had mm-hmm. a great time yeah, there. You were raving about Cambodia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the people were so nice. The area was beautiful. I thought the venue, too, they put it on so well, which for a two-star, Amanda was like, I'm very impressed. And I've only been to a few. I've been to one two-star before, um, which I thought was pretty nice, too, but uh, in China. and But this one, like, the, the hosts were so welcoming. They had, like, a party every night there. Oh, wow. And somehow they cleaned it up, like, perfectly for uh-huh. the next day for training. But awesome. the crowds, too. The people in Cambodia, like, the whole place is filled almost the entire time. Really? Yeah. That's a good feeling. What Even language, on the Thursday. What language do they speak? Cambodian. 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 <laughs> is that, wait, I don't where know. Is Cambodia exactly? It's right. It's, it looks it. and sounds a little similar to, like... Uh, what they speak in Thailand. I don't know okay. the exact. It's close. Yeah, they're it's all Thailand, right? they're all around so Malaysia, Thailand, yeah. okay. Vietnam, Cambodia, Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah, they're all in that area of the world. Micronesia, is that what that area is called? Maybe. You're definitely uh, asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Polynesia, know. Melanesia, Micronesia. There's. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. It's not Polynesia. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted there. We need to get we our were map. Talking about Thursday. Um, Oh, well, I just said Thursday, the crowd was huge. Like, for the qualifier, I was like, do these people go to work? I don't know. (laughs) How does it work? Um, But, I mean, every day there was tons and tons of people there. They all came in on their motorcycles, their Mm -hmm. tuk-tuks, and 
filled the entire place. So. That's awesome. Just love the name Tuk Tuk. It just sounds like came in on my Tuk Tuk. It makes them all sound so friendly. Yeah, we took like a two hour Tuk Tuk. Well, I felt more comfortable in the Tuk Tuks than a taxi because I didn't know the area and getting right. into like a taxi. Well, there weren't many taxis to start yeah. with, but getting into a closed door as two girls in the middle of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asia, I was like, at least eh. the tuck tuck, you can just tuck and roll. Yeah, really if anything easy. were to happen, <laughs> I felt I felt safe, and they were all pretty nice. That's good. Speaking of feeling safe, I got to bring <laughs> this back up. You, you were saying earlier that you were taking some uh, martial arts classes. Yes, Krav Maga, right? Krav Maga. I've been super interested. What is it, Krav Maga? Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. I've been interested in, in those sorts of things. I, I dabbled with Tai Chi, which is pretty much mm. the opposite. Yeah, but <laughs> you're like barely. Moving. Yeah, but um, how's that? that in China. I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah, no, it's been awesome. I actually love it. Uh, it's really fun to feel like. Actually, when I was in Cambodia, I was like, I feel pretty confident because mm-hmm. uh, one, I was taller than most people, and I'm not super tall, but right. over there, I, I stand out. Well, like a tall blonde girl too, uh-huh. in like those Asian countries, is yeah. you definitely stand out. But after taking those classes, I was. Like, in a certain situation, I actually thought in my head, like, if something were to happen, I think I could handle it. <laughs> I could drop at least uh, eight yeah. of these schools. <laughs> no, no, but it's actually fun. It's quite it's a big workout, but learning, like, the weakness, the mm-hmm. weak parts of the body and how yeah. to attack them efficiently, it makes you feel at least a little safer when you travel, and also it's just kind of fun to know. Totally. I think that's a great idea. So Especially don't, for don't mess with Karen Quiggle this season. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no one charges under the <laughs> Yeah, she she will not back down. Uh, <laughs> Might get your neck broken though. That's not, yeah. Well, I did Maybe learn. If I if you want to use that. Yeah, no, that's only in extreme situations. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but that's cool. I like the part of beach volleyball is that it also gives you the time to get yeah. out and learn new mm-hmm. things. I mean, um, like Krav Maga, I was really into him. Also teaching myself the piano. <laughs> nice. But like just the ability that you get to yeah. expand your... A lot of downtime, I mean, resting, you can kind of multitask mm-hmm. there. Exactly. You know, yeah. reading a ton of books when you're reading, traveling. Learning. You can do, you can, I mean, you could take online classes. Ryan yeah. Doherty got his CPA. CPA. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I guess in the off season or something. I've yeah. taken classes up in Hollywood just for fun. Yeah, and I'm getting the certification. Like, you do have that time that mm-hmm. you can't fill with a real job necessarily, yeah. but you can do those things on your own time. I think it's important too because, I mean, athletes in general, you get to the end of your career and you hear about, you know, Athletes die twice, right? When they yeah. retire <laughs> and then when they die. Um, yeah. And I think it's important to come out of your career with, like, a bunch of knowledge and things that mm-hmm. you've gained where you can go to someone, you know, to a job interview and be like, I'm completely confident to do this. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm, whatever, overqualified and I'm good at all this. Whatever, you know, yeah. whatever it is. But I think you should definitely definitely put in the time to, like, learn a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. I've learned a bunch of business stuff doing the Sandcast now. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this is just going to be our life. Dude, when I met you, you were reading some crazy books, too. You learned a lot learned a lot about the mind. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah learn a little bit about everything. Yeah. I think it's a great call. Yeah. And I also had a little internship. Well, I still do, technically, with Morgan Stanley. So, like, <laughs> oh, getting into, like, the finance world still, but mm-hmm. yet still being way open to do all my volleyball. It's very much Sweet. on my own schedule, which has yeah. been yeah. nice. 
for I sure. keep seeing uh, like Nicolette and Kelly Clay's, and they're taking like and Sarah. They're doing like dance classes. Yeah. I don't know where they're doing those. I thought yeah, about that'd that too. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I could be a little cooler at the player parties mm-hmm. first of all, and I hear that's good um, like footwork. You know, hey, we took yeah. some salsa. Oh, we did. We I did actually salsa. do salsa lessons too See? with my wife. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's Wait, a place. Do you, do you get out of the pier on Monday nights? No, but I have been meaning to. We don't go out. We actually just take the classes. Um, I've also learned how to waltz recently. It's not difficult, nice. but it's fun. It's a um, good idea. Yeah. Dancing is fun. We weren't dancing together, by the way, you guys. <laughs> That's cute. Our significant <laughs> others were with us. History. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Travis down there. One, two. <laughs> Team well, Sandcast. Actually, Nicolette and I used to go dancing, and also Delaney and I used to go line dancing. And you went to Borderline. Borderline, right? yeah, yeah. And ah. we would go two-stepping, and when there were no guys, we would... Delaney was always my dance partner. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a little more weird doing yeah, it with Travis. It makes sense, but <laughs> I don't know why. I mean it should be absolutely normal, right? Just friends yeah, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> holding each other. Holding <laughs> embracing <laughs> each other. <laughs> Swinging. <laughs> Swing me. Oh yeah. So that's what you do when you're not playing then. Well you also ukulele, right? Are you still yeah. playing the ukulele? What? Yeah, I play the ukulele. Yeah. There we go. Oh, there's um, usually one hanging around here. Yeah. We gotta get you uh playing well now we just I wish that I tried to learn that there. Um, yeah, no, I actually learned it with my mom. I had a semester off before I went to college. I graduated mm-hmm. high school early and then had that full semester off and then went into college this semester early. And my mom and I would just sit at night and learn how to play the ukulele. And That's then great. my little brother and I had a little duet that we'd do. It was what? really, it was cute, actually. So you still got it? Still got your skills? Yeah, I've played. I haven't played in a while because I don't have my ukulele with me all yeah. the time. I leave it at my parents' house, but... Oh, it's I fun. It's it relaxing. It right would have been awesome. Yeah. Hand it to you. Oh, I for it. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't I sing, though, but, it, but unless my little brother was here. Maybe yeah. we'll do a little a performance at the end of the show. That would be great. Our new sign-off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you play this, the coconut loop? Oh, yeah. We have a little coconut loop at the end of the show. Yeah. That's what the song is called. The coconut loop? Yeah. I Yeah. When you were in, what part of Florida did you grow up in? Uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. Okay. So, Which by is? TPC Sawgrass, if you know golf, okay. but if you don't, yeah. it's by Jacksonville, okay. Florida, up and north. TPC is where they have the famous Island Green. Yeah. Ah. Have done yeah. the Island Green, have never made it to the island. No. <laughs> no, I'm a water ball kind of gal. Sorry, I think most of us probably would be. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. I yeah, but. So how did you end up finding your way to Pepperdine? Because it's not close mm-hmm. at all. It's literally totally opposite. Yeah, so my dad is actually from California, like born and raised in California. Um, mm-hmm. And my parents met at UCLA. So my dad grew up here, and he always said to my brother and I when we were young that we could go anywhere in the world to college as long as it was UCLA or Pepperdine. Because <laughs> we'd never be able to live in those areas unless we're doing really well for ourselves <laughs> after college. So he just thought Pepperdine was a gorgeous campus, and UCLA is where he went, and he loved it. So yeah. our whole lives, we were brainwashed to think Pepperdine and UCLA. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they, they happened to be one of the top beach volleyball programs. Exactly, That's yeah. Awesome. We, and my brother went to Pepperdine before me. Um, so I was talking to a lot of Florida schools, um, and then I went out to visit my brother one time, got in contact with Marcio and Nina, and they came and watched me. At a little CBVA youth tournament, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll we'll take you." It's like, "What? <laughs> awesome!" And oh, yeah. 
So then my whole family eventually moved out here with me. My dad had always been trying to get us to move back to California once we got a little older. Mm -hmm. Um, And my younger brother was still young enough to move. You know, he didn't have... Was, like, rooted yet? Mm -hmm, Exactly. So we just made the whole whole move. Wow. And so you were, what, 15? Uh, No, I was 16. Well, I mean, 2015 was when it was your freshman... Mm, 2014 was 2014. my freshman okay. in college. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, like, that was when beach volleyball was still pretty new in college. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was still ABCA back then. Like, when you mm-hmm. were in high school, did it, like, how did the recruiting landscape change for you? Because I'm sure that you were probably in a period where it was, like, kind of, is it a sport? Is it not a mm-hmm. sport? Like, are there scholarships? Yeah. What's the deal? That was interesting. So there were scholarships when I was getting recruited, um, but it was very much like it was still AVCA, and I, as a freshman, it was still AVCA for me. Um, but it was it was up and coming, so there's so many schools that right. had the opportunity to like give you scholarships for that, um, and a lot of them wanted. I was talking to a few schools for both indoor and beach in Florida, which I was like, oh, that could be perfect. But then when Pepperdine came along as one of the top programs in the country, they had won already, I think, yeah, twice. Yeah, in 2012. And they're one of the only. Beach uh, schools that's actually on the beach and like yeah well yeah you play and, right now I mean the Nina is a legend in the sport and then Marcio coached Carrie and Misty I right. mean he still coaches Carrie but I was like how can I pass that right. up right yeah um so that's kind of how it all worked out and I I didn't really play beach that much in Florida I did but I didn't know how I mean I was playing that do two down. I mean, just like indoor kind of. Um, So I actually did a USA program, and that's when I got really involved with it. I made like a little A3 group because they didn't know anybody. And then Mm -hmm. um, then they were kind of like, oh, she can actually play. And the next year I made the A1 and came out to California for that whole summer. And it was amazing. The training that they had for us there, we had like Barb as a coach, Holly, uh, Jonna Haroni. Like we had training every single day. And it was amazing. And that's when I learned how to play beach volleyball, like, right before I went to Pepperdine. So they took kind of a chance on me because I, yeah. I was I was, just learning how to play uh, beach volleyball at that point. I feel like at point. the time, like, pretty much anybody was on a beach scholarship, you had to take a little bit of a shot. Because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a thing growing up for you, yeah. for your generation. But now, like, the younger kids, like, the grassroots is Definitely. blowing up because now, like, all these parents are like, holy cow. Yeah. You can get a free education at like a sixty thousand dollar year school like Pepperdine mm-hmm. to play beach volleyball. That's crazy. It's crazy. I'd say in California it was a little bit more established because uh, yeah. these girls had beach volleyball at their high schools. So I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's I wish I had that, that in crazy. Florida. When I moved out here, like um, a lot of them, they all had beach programs already, and I was like, we would have like one day a week with our indoor team, like, hey, we're gonna go to the beach because we lived near the beach too. Yeah. Um, but that was about it. That was about our, our extent. So. It was definitely way different when I came to California and saw, like, these girls already had, like, years under their belts, and I was, like, very new, but even more so now that the girls are just starting at such a young age. I coach a lot of girls, and I've coached, like, 11-year-olds, 10-year-olds. I'm like, wow, how do these people start so young? It's it's amazing, though. They're going to be good, too. The next going to be really good. Mm -hmm. we got to look out. It's exciting, though. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I was coaching one of these girls, and my mom was like, that could be, her age gap is the same as mine and Amanda's. And she's like, that could be your new partner. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think about it. Like, it's the <laughs> same age gap, which is crazy. John Hyden, when I was playing with him, we were 17 years apart. Wow. And uh, his kid would <laughs> oh come to practice God. all the time, and he's like, 
You two could play together. Me and me and his son are like oh, I want to say like the same age gap, mm-hmm. or around the same, maybe even less. That's so funny. That's crazy. So I could if I play another, you know, say ten years when I'm forty or like I mean John's forty six. Yeah. I could be playing with his son playing as well. Playing with his son, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. You should stick around just for that. That'd be cool. Full circle. That would be a career. I'll, I'll retire with, with Jackson Hyden. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. And now with AVP and FIVB coming up, like you've kind of made the commitment that you like inter- you're going international. There's a lot of conflicts this year. Mm-hmm. Have you kind of worked out which one yeah. you're going to? Yeah. We've talked about it a lot. And then at the point where we're at, if we can get into those big tournaments, I think we have to go. But we're planning to mm-hmm. stay around for the gold series because uh, those are just great tournaments right. to make money and get points in so we're we're balancing them out right. as as we go as the life of a beach volleyball player we don't know until like the week before right. yep. 21 days out we get yep. alerted that we're in but we still have to figure out all the the little things it's yeah, unfortunate but it's funny talking like so my mom is, is a huge planner when she's traveling, mm-hmm. like flights three months beforehand. <laughs> and so when me and Hagen signed up for a two-star in Cambodia, like right after you and Amanda went, and we were on the reserve list like mm. 15 days before, my mom was like, so are you going? I was like, I don't know yet. She was like, you haven't gotten flights? You don't know where you're staying? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like when we road tripped to Venice, like we didn't get a hotel till like 1130 at night. Wow. We just kind of <laughs> rolled in and we're like, Got a room? Yeah. He's like, got a room for two. And I was like, oh, the other guys aren't with us. And then he snuck them in the back door. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So we had four pretty large men to one bed. It was great. Oh, geez. <laughs> Chase, Chase and Chris Vaughn took the floor. Me and Zon cuddled. Wow. Classic. <laughs> Standard yeah. beach volleyball travel. Standard, I know. <laughs> really, you have to be willing to be flexible, which yeah. I think I, I am. I'm... I mean, when I first moved out to California, we didn't have a place, and I was already living out here, so I was couch hopping and staying. I didn't actually have my own room for, like, three years. Um, I, my little brother, when we did get a place, eventually my little brother and I shared a room, but I didn't have a closet, and so and when we had guests over, they would take my bed, so I'd have to go sleep somewhere else because mm. <laughs> we once had, like, um, a few guests there at a time, so we gave the parents the bed and the kids their cow a couch and then they were like my parents came over to me one day and they were like by the way here's a blanket do you think you could figure out where you're gonna stay tonight I was like oh <laughs> you got any friends yeah they were like yeah maybe and I was like yeah I'll figure it out maybe and they were like oh what about for the next two days and I was like yeah I'll figure it out nice so it's kind of been like that for me I feel like and I've I actually like it it's it's good to be on your toes it's definitely a good skill to have coming mm-hmm. into the sport yeah I think you gotta be pretty flexible. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really heard of anyone who's who just like couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been a few people who just refuse to go on the world tour and just like that's not the life for them, but most people that go are aren't gonna be getting the yeah. suite. I think you know like mm-hmm. what you're getting into, or at least for the right. most part. Mm-hmm. So probably I don't know. Reed may have uh, may have gotten the the sweet, yeah, like him and, right off him the bat. And like Adam Roberts. <laughs> yeah, A-Rob. <laughs> Travel with A-Rob, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe once you hit that, like, 40, 
mark, you're like, all right, no more floors for me. Yeah. Maybe 30. Hopefully 30. I'm almost 30. 30. (laughs) (laughs) I got a while. Yeah. Well, I remember talking to uh, Mike Dodd when he was coaching Jake and Rosie. Mm -hmm. And when he went to the Olympics, like, he slept on their floor. At the Olympics? I think so. Wow. Or or just, like, throughout the season, too, just kind of, like, bunked up. And he was, like... 60th (laughs) (laughs) after having played like NBA for a minute and then indoor beach so his body was not like fresh no No. (laughs) not like a spring chicken that's crazy yeah it's funny listening to the old school guys talk about that stuff oh yeah Mm -hmm. the Hovland podcast was one of a kind (laughs) it was pretty great yeah who were your like beach or volleyball just like role models growing up was there anyone that you looked you looked at that kind of inspired you to play um, yeah, I mean, like we were talking about this earlier, Gabby Reese was, she went to Florida State, which is not necessarily near me, but it's kind of similar, and so I knew of her, and of course Carrie and Misty, I looked up to them my whole life, they were like the untouchable team, which mm-hmm. is so cool now that like I practice with her, and my coach is also her coach, and we see each other all the time, it was yeah. just a crazy switch to like look up to them as I'm growing up. Um, I actually, my, my good friend in Florida is this shorter brunette. Um, and so we used to play in tournaments together and I was like, I'm Carrie and she was Misty and it was <laughs> really fun. Now I'm like, okay, I want to be Misty now that I'm a defender cause she's right. unreal. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely looked up to them and watched them all growing up, mm-hmm. um, which is so cool to be here at the same time as them too. Right. I mean, especially with Carrie. It's cool that, yeah, like Carrie's stuck around that long. Yeah. Now it's and it's, it's like Tiger Woods, like he. They were just talking about it yesterday at the Masters. Is like all the guys that are winning the Spieths and stuff were like, it's almost like that Michael Jordan where they're like, I got to watch Tiger in his prime, but I was mm-hmm. so young. It was like you know, it's a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. And now Tiger came all the way back around and, and won. he's playing with them, but like as the best guy and he's still winning and still it's winning. Crazy. Like, wow, we get to now we get to experience Tiger in his prime. It's crazy. Again. Again. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah, that's nuts. But Carrie's same thing. Like, yeah. you, you really, she's had a lot of ups and downs, but mm-hmm. uh, over the last few years, but who the hell is going to count her out exactly, at this yeah. point? You know? Yeah. The longevity of the sport, too, is so amazing. Same, it's yeah. similar with golf, too. But. Yeah, totally. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> if your window is like a football player is like three years, yeah. Yeah. it'd be like a, a fun little hobby after co- college. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's a good, it's pretty cool. And I think players like the John Hydens and, mm-hmm. and the Carries are like making it so they're, they're like pushing that bar further and further. I think mm-hmm. most people are like, yeah, no, I'm not playing in my forties. Like, why would I do that? I'm probably going to suck. Yeah. Now they're looking at Hyden at like 46. They're like, I guess I, I guess I'll push that bar back to 45. And like Jake Gibbs not slowing down. Yeah. Phil's back. Phil, Phil all, all these guys. Back, Phil, yeah. Rosie, Casey, Jake, Nick, they're all uh, going to be 40 next year, I think. They're like close, somewhere around there. Yeah. It's Damn also it encouraging, though, because it's yeah. like, I have so, yeah, I've got 20 years to be exactly. where you are, you yeah. know? Part of me feels See. like when I look at you guys, when I first started playing your, well, when was your freshman year of college? 14? 14 to 15. So I, that was my first years playing pro-ish. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a veteran when I look at you guys. But then when I look at them, I'm like, I'm still 29. 
I'm like, I'm good. Still got plenty, got plenty of time. <laughs> like I'm like a rookie around. when I look at them. <laughs> exactly. I like them sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You still have like the awe factor of when you practice with Kara because I saw you with her the other day. Mm-hmm. Is it still like when you're warming up, you're like, oh my God. Like, or is it kind of wearing off a little bit? I mean, it's never gone. It's more of like an appreciation. Like mm-hmm. I'm not nervous the whole time I'm practicing with yeah. her, but like when I get there, I'm like, this is so awesome. Like I'm looking practicing with the person that I looked up to watched their Olympics when I was like tiny she mm-hmm. actually said um her first Olympics was in 2000 because yeah. we asked her and um I was like I was three or four <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and she was like wow we actually while we were doing a setting triangle that's crazy Amanda asked like when was your first Olympics so 2000 I was like wow I was three. <laughs> she was like, oh, that makes me feel good. Like, Holy crap. Yeah, just that little realization, too, while we were even doing that. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so cool. Yeah. I, uh, I think Riley and Maddie um, McKibbins, their little brother, I grew up with them, and their little brother was born in 2000, I think. Wow. And so when we were in college, me and Riley were roommates. Little Jameson would come up. He was like, I don't know, eight years old, nine years old. We'd, like, joke around, like, oh, yeah, like, you're going to go to SC one day. He's at SC right <laughs> now. now. He's there. I'm like this. <laughs> We're in the future. Like, what the yeah. hell? How did he grow up? It's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. nuts to me that, like, 2000 was 19 years ago. It's nuts. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is well, nuts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time when I was working with high school kids on their college application essays, and um, I, I met with a kid who was born in, like, 2003. It's like, my what? little brother is 2004. Are you kidding me? That's so... Yeah, yeah it is weird. Because like when you're younger, you don't, like, think about people being born past 2000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, like, we're going to be, like, the old people when yeah. we're older because we're born in... 1900. 1900s. 1900s. Yeah. crazy. Now I get it why, like, when adults, when I was little, would, like, freak out when they said I was born in 1990 they're like did you hear that he's in 90 90. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like the other way like 90 we're so old mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah that is crazy you mentioned that Olympics are a goal down the road have you thought about like what I don't want to say what year but like is 2020 24 I know LA is 28 mm-hmm. which would be sweet and that's way in the future but yeah that's the one well, everyone wants I know mm-hmm. um well I think 2024, 2028, I mean, right now, I think still anything can happen. I know the points race is hard, and we have a lot of girls in the top. Our top two teams are doing great right now, but really anything can happen if yeah. during this Olympic qualifying. And just to be in it and to kind of see how it goes during this session of time like is still a great learning period for me to know, like, hey, this is what I have to do for 2024 and 2028. So... We want to go and do as well as we can in these tournaments. Um, and if it doesn't work out for 2020, it's, I think that yeah. it's like super important to go through the process. Totally. Um, so that in that time period, I mean, I'll be like, um, I mean, I'm pretty young coming out of college. So I think yeah. even then, like I still have a long way to... How old are you now? I'm 21. 21, okay. Yeah, so um, I still have like so many years to like like hit my prime Uh um and so going through the process now and then being able to look back and say hey this was the tournaments like we have to get 12 like knowing the process at least yes helps a lot yeah i i 100 agree with that having been through it last last um 
I mean, beach volleyball, is, especially if you're going to play international and that's your goals, is you think of it in quads. Yeah. So mm -hmm. to go into the next quad being like, I went through the last one, even mm -hmm. if it's only half of it, you know? Yeah, the last one. And you half. went through the process, you felt the pressures, and you understand the flow of the world tour and how it works and blah, blah, blah. That's so valuable. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the beginning of the last one, I was not even on the world tour. So I was like, I wasn't thinking about trying. Mm -hmm. I wanted to play international, but I didn't think about Olympics. I'm like, not 2016. <laughs> um, and then by the end of it, I was like a, one of the guys fighting for it, you know? Um, and I had no idea at that point. But looking back on it now, I'm like, I feel like I have an, a, a lot of value to bring to the table now that I've been through a quad and I've, like, went for it. Just yeah. that having that mindset that to go into tournaments, like, I'm trying to fight all these people for these Olympic points. Exactly. Whether yeah. you go or not, it's definitely going to help you in the next quad. So. Yeah. Good Thank attitude. you. That's the that's the mindset behind it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'm totally thinking of it as like uh, me having an upper hand because no, none of the other guys my age um, got to really go through it last mm -hmm. year. No one under 20 was like actually in the running for it, right? The crabs yeah. were like just kind of dabbling and getting yeah. in there. So yeah, it's, it's going to be very valuable in the future. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the girls that are getting younger and younger are knowing the system better and better. Yeah. Um, and so that I think even with me going through it, at least this time, like even with the younger girls coming up, like I'll still be able to have that knowledge and yep. go through it. You want to feel that pressure mm -hmm. too. You don't want it to be like the first the time. The first time ever. When, yeah. Yeah. And they'll be going through it for the first time, most likely, mm -hmm. um, whenever it is 2021. Yeah. When it, the next quad starts up. Yeah. 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 How would you, like, I'm so curious, what would you think the competition equivalent is of, like, a two-star or a one-star? Because I was looking at, it like, so, I mean, Cassie, who you got a fifth in Manhattan with, with uh, Cassie, right? With Kim Smith. Or Kim Smith, okay, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Um, but, like, Cassie and Laura just won two in a row, mm -hmm. um, which are kind of like a fringe main draw qualifier team. So I was kind of curious. What they like, win? What, they won one in, um, one-stars in uh, Kim. Oh, I know it. I'm not up to date. Cambodia. Is Cambodia and Malaysia? These tournaments are in Cambodia. No, they were just in Malaysia. Busy season. And they're going to Greece. And they're going to Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the it depends. So I feel like right now these two stars and one stars, or sorry, the two stars and three stars are actually, I feel like the three stars are more packed with people because it's Olympic qualifying. Um, I don't know about the one stars as much. The one star that we were at, I think if we were both in good conditions to play that tournament, we could have done really well. Um, but two stars, you can kind of get a, a good mix. There's still right. some pretty good teams there that are just trying to solidify like a, a finish maybe if right. they're going to lose another one. Um, I think it depends on timing. Depends on the tournament, yeah. So, and where you are in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if people are already in that area, then a lot of teams will stick around because it's mm -hmm. easy. But it's like, like for, a one-off. For the Malaysia one, a lot of the teams are already in Zymen in China. Right. And so, like, Laura Ludwig's going to Malaysia, Karen Brook. Um, there's a lot of actually really good teams mm -hmm. in that three-star that are also playing in the four-star. Right, so yeah. it's, I think it's a little bit competitive, but it definitely depends on where and when. Yeah. Exactly. If it's out of the way, then... Yeah, because I feel like a lot of, like, the the non-beach, like, power countries are sending their top team to, like, the ones or two mm -hmm. stars. And, like, you can get some sneaky, really good teams. Like, 
like Austria has like Hoover and Chris Dressler playing in two stars, and like Hoover was in twenty sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's legit. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like the there's like a huge talent gap. I feel like it, the twos and ones are probably really top heavy. Because I yeah. saw Cassie and Lara beat a Cambodian wild card team like twenty one six twenty one nothing. I think that there is a, a nothing? little yeah. bit of a gap. Oof. Yeah, um, I'd say the one star is less than the uh, the two stars because there weren't a lot of. A lot of teams were skipping over the one stars because the most points you can get in that is a 100, 100 points if you win That's the whole it? thing. Oh uh, 100 gosh. each, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's still it's not enough, and a lot of people would lose points. So that's why Amanda right. didn't come with me to yeah. India was so because you, she you would, would just get lose more points. playing in a three-star qualifier and yeah. losing than it winning would. one star. Wow. Um, cool. And uh, so it's kind of yeah. d- depends. But if you're going to lose a finish, maybe... Then it, one star is like equal to Norseka too, with points wise. If oh, you win it? it, you both get 100. I'm so happy we're going to Mexico. <laughs> you gotta get yeah. those 100 points, bro. At least it doesn't, Norsekas it doesn't, don't count. Yeah, it doesn't if, take away doesn't anything. Yeah. It can only help you. It's like the AVP so. next of the FIVB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait till you see how it's run. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, you've been to a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've been. I've yeah. been to a few. We yeah. didn't get picked up in Cuba. And, we actually took a random, uh, we met a guy in the airport. Met we met a guy. <laughs> in Cuba. Yeah. In Cuba, and he spoke English, and he was like, you guys American? We're like, yeah, we're here. He's like, oh, I'm actually headed out. It was in the Veraderos where we played. It was like an hour or two away from the hotel or from the airport. And we were trip. like, how are we going to get there? And yeah. he was like, I'm actually headed that way. You want to hop in the van? And we're like, He's yeah. just a random guy? No, he was a really nice guy. Oh, so. that's still random. <laughs> yes, we did meet him in the airport, but wow. um, okay. he was nice a great guy. guy. He was from Miami. I mean, I trusted him. Yeah, clearly. I guess it worked out that time. Yeah. I'd be nervous if I was your dad. Yeah, no. Yeah. Norseka Adventure. He's like, it. I will, would have paid for any. I know. At that point, my dad was like, would have been like. <laughs> But nothing bad happened. Yeah, they actually now. took us a little out of the way, which we got to see a lot of uh, Cuba. And cool. then he set up us a ride back to the airport because the North Seca 2 was still a little... They We actually... The shuttle or something didn't come, so we actually ended up taking, like, three USA teams in this little... Uh, like, little car in Cuba all the way back to... Um, the airport where they they had to stop for gas so we went to the guy's house and he took off the beer can that was holding the gas tank <laughs> closed filled up at his house put didn't the, get nervous at all the Just, beer can back on and hey, kept uh, going it's, it's cool you guys i'm not gonna i'm not kidnapping you i'm it's just fine. gonna We're take just, you to my house yeah. though that's on the way. so funny it's cool yeah that's so been great. fun okay yeah that's some good adventures. Yeah. For sure. There's yeah. there's no shortage of stories from uh, mm-hmm. the travels. I don't think I've ever been in China and had a bus not stall and stop for two hours on the side oh, of the road. Oh, totally. <laughs> nice. yep. That's happened to me every time, actually. I've yet to hear one good story from China. Like I, one person who's just like... I love China, China, actually. You're number one. I love China. <laughs> I will say we my play brother... Well, I play well in China, but they're usually kind of brutal trips. They are, <laughs> but uh, my brother lived in Shanghai for a year, okay. and so I know a little bit of Chinese, and ah. the Chinese people are all so nice. They are. Maybe it's because I'm blonde, but I, I think it's great. I love China. I think traveling there, I'm always so excited. Yeah, that's good. 
You also there speak you so many languages. Like you speak bits and pieces of what? <laughs> bits and five? pieces. I'm I'm learning German right now. Um, I know a little bit of Chinese. I'm pretty good at Spanish, but actually Cuban Spanish. I realize I'm a lot better at Cuban Spanish than I am I any other Spanish. No, it's not just dialects, but I understand uh, that Spanish. I was probably because I grew up in Florida, uh, but um, like Spain Spanish. I was just over there last summer, and I was like. Okay, I know what you're trying to say, but I can hardly understand. Right. Like, I couldn't understand much of it. Hmm. But um, I'm learning a little Portuguese because my coaches are Brazilian. I just, I really enjoy languages. Languages are so fun. Yeah. How do you, how do, you do it? Do you um, online software? Or? Online, a little bit. I have a bunch of apps, but also mm. my brother is fluent in Chinese, so he teaches me a little bit of Chinese. Uh, my little brother is actually learning it also in school. That's pretty and cool. And so Good I pick up... Chinese is not easy. I know, it's, but it's such a fun language. And then I think when you learn the language, you also learn so much about like the people. And yeah, when you travel this much, it's like... You can it's one of my yeah like oh, biggest passions to, to like learn parts of the languages and I wish I could be fluent in all of them. It's just it's really hard. <laughs> Brain only has so much space. Yeah, I know. When I I was actually trying to speak Spanish with somebody and I started speaking German. Well, I said like me. I was like ich, and then I was like oh my gosh, that's German. And I just mixed the two, and I was like I'm so now you're just speaking Quiggle. Sorry, yeah, I'm like mixing all these, but um, I'm trying. You know, I just think it's cool. so fascinating when you go and you can go to these countries and then you know, like, you can try to communicate with them, mm-hmm. but it also teaches you about the culture and the people and why they yeah. are the way they are. Right. It's, it's, like, fascinating to me. makes the trip way me. more enjoyable rather than, like, being that tourist that mm-hmm. is somewhat judgy because they're exactly, so different yeah. than you. And a lot of people will think, like, a certain culture is rude, but right. when you learn their language, they... A lot of times, like in Chinese, for example, they speak like you go there. Like it's just right. how they're right. how it's set up. Yeah. Um, but in Amer- in English, you're like, oh, that's so rude. Like, right. why are they just so direct and close? Yeah, and, like, and they don't care about personal space. Right. It's just different. Yeah. Instead and of eating is uh, very loud. You're allowed. It's polite to slurp. Right. You're supposed to. You're like Slurping in a dining Chinese, hall, just yeah. like, oh, like, this is... It's just, yeah. I can hear that guy, like, all the way over, over <laughs> eating right now. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, if you're used to, like, being like, hey, uh, like, chew Shut quietly. <laughs> Shut it, yeah. Yeah. But it's cool to learn about that. Yeah, so if you, if you start seeing it that way, like, oh, that's very polite of that guy to, <laughs> to slurp yeah. up in ways. And also, we were <laughs> at this... Sounds delicious. Yeah, Chinese... Um, <laughs> this guy's house in China with my mm-hmm. brother and his thing. And it's, if you keep eating, they'll keep refilling your plate, uh, your plate because they want to, oh, they I don't want to so ever be, um, they don't want to ever be like not in abundance right. of stuff. It's like uh, rude to show your host or what, who like, you're hosting right, that right, you right. can't like provide for them. Oh, so that makes a lot of my sense. friends will keep eating and I'm like, you don't have to eat at all. Like I know, Right. For my my boyfriend who grew up in Austria, he's like, you finish what's on your plate. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you don't have to because yeah. they'll keep putting food on your plate. That's you don't so have helpful. to. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. My brother-in-law is uh, full Chinese. And when we go to his house, it's just, it's just feeding it the whole time. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It is. If you keep eating it, they're going to keep putting right. it on your plate because that's polite. But I don't know. I think it's fascinating to yeah, for totally. these cultures, languages, religions, all those mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fun too because 
I feel like people are so stoked to see that you're like trying. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when me and Ben went to the North Seca, like we would do like 20 minutes of Duolingo and French a day. Yeah. And like <laughs> the cleaning lady, like had like such a great time just like laughing at us trying to speak to her in French. Right. I feel like uh, yeah. just like when you show the effort, it's like it means a lot. They, they enjoy it. And just like if somebody, I mean, is hitting their way around English, you're like, well, I mean, we probably wouldn't understand them otherwise, but um, when I talk to Chinese girls, they always want to come in and they're like, oh, you sound so good. And I'm like, no, respond to me in Chinese. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, totally. Yeah, but it's it's fun for them, too, to like yeah. try to speak your language and you try to speak yeah. theirs. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I need to do it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far behind. I couldn't even get uh, Spanish down. Yeah. And I lived there for like... You lived there? Yeah. I played indoors in Puerto Rico, but mm-hmm. also in Puerto Rico, it's like everyone they speaks speak English, English. Yeah. and Puerto Rican Spanish has like every tenth word is English. Mm-hmm. So a lot like of people mixing in all these crazy words. We'll do that. Yeah. yeah, it's funny when languages like combine like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking. My friend was, or Alex was talking about um, how he speaks German, but sometimes when he speaks German with somebody else that knows English, they'll just say an English phrase in the middle because it's way faster uh, of getting their point across. That's funny. But I'm like, no, I want to hear the whole German yeah. phrase. I got to right. nail it down the whole way through. But That's definitely the way to go about playing <laughs> on a world tour. But I'm still probably not going <laughs> to. <laughs> not going to. Maybe I'll touch up on my Spanish first. I that's can't funny. see Trevor picking up multiple languages throughout the year. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> Um, Chris from the USA gym, he's, uh, Vietnamese. Uh-huh. And so every week I go in with him, he teaches me a Vietnamese Another word? Phrase. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's a good call. Yeah. Like, One at a time. Plus, once you start learning and you learn how to learn, there's mm-hmm. like a way to learn languages, right? Yeah, in a way. I wouldn't say I'm like fluent in all these at all. Right. I know bits and pieces, but... But you can for learn those, a lot faster than, than For us. the beginner phrases, I can... Right. I mean, usually get them down decently. Yeah. right. The Asian languages are kind of difficult because they have different uh, tones. But, like, the way you say something can mean completely different things. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's complicated. Is my was my worst subject in school. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very good I at it. I feel so weird but... saying that to people that are, like, you know, from Europe or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my language should be, like, a strong thing for me. You don't think about your language. You probably know my language though. better than I do because you were good at English in Germany or whatever, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they probably learned all, like, the small things better than me. Yeah. Which, obviously, you've mastered. <laughs> I don't know about mastered. Probably but... hurts to, to read my writing. <laughs> no, trust, no. <laughs> you've had worse. Had much worse. Oh, great. Thank you. You're, you're in the upper echelon, believe me. Wow. <laughs> Took a while to get there, trust me. You don't yeah. want to read my high school papers. Oh. <laughs> uh, was there uh, is there anything else <clears throat> that you wanted to talk about while we have you here in the studio? Anything we might have missed, um, or that you were just dying to bring up while we had you? Shout outs, anything? Shout outs. Oh, shout out my dad, um, Dan Quiggle. There you go. <laughs> he um, he actually set us up with like this really nice place in Malaysia when we're gonna go over there. So we're gonna be staying in a beautiful house through his connections. He was just over there two weeks ago. So I mean, we're gonna get a free house the whole time that we're in Malaysia. So yeah, that's pretty that's awesome. pretty nice. Awesome. Big win. I mean, my whole family is a huge help with all that I do Travel in beach volleyball. Yeah, that. they're like my biggest supporters. So and your dad travels for work. You're saying right? Yeah, he travels a lot. So he kind of 
he knows how to travel and we've been traveling with him too for a while so I feel like traveling is just something that's very comfortable which has been a huge help mm-hmm. especially yeah. on the does he know a bunch tour. of languages as well no he sticks wow. strictly to he must be proud then <laughs> English nice <laughs> yeah he makes he makes fun of us but it's good <laughs> nice um yeah, and just... And you have, like, a crypto sponsorship, right? Yeah, uh, XYO. Awesome. Yeah, they're... they're that? Like, um... Crypto, like, big, a blockchain. Bitcoin kind of thing? Yeah, yeah they're similar to that, really but they're a locations uh, sponsor. So, or not sponsor. They're a location service, but they have... Uh, you can, like, geomine where you go. It's really interesting. Um, Whoa. I mean, it all goes... It's all very... Uh, I mean, I'm not super... Uh, into techie that yeah techie that. I can't understand <laughs> well I I'm can't understand exactly yeah. how it works but they're they're brilliant people over there um, I'm sure but it's perfect for what I do because I travel all over and totally they do a lot of locations which they're looking to like expand that into eventually doing a bunch of crazy things that you can I don't know if I'm allowed to say sweet but, <laughs> um, but yeah I have great sponsors too Nagini it's an athletic rings band um a beer oh, company from Florida. Athletic rings like yeah. these? No, no, like athletic protective like rings. Taping, yeah. Instead oh, of taping your it. fingers, it's really, oh, that's really super nice. Useful. Yeah, I bring them along everywhere I've I go. I've been taping my finger for like a month now, and it's really annoying. Yeah. I actually need some of those. I keep, I like broke this finger in October. And, like, pr- every time you practice, like, anytime someone tools me, I'm like, God, it's oh, the worst. Yeah. yeah, and they just came with one that has two together so they can keep your fingers together. Oh, that's when clutch. you just like yep. buddy yeah. tape Buddy tape, instead of buddy taping mm-hmm. them. They're, they're really nice um, and great people that work for them. Um, and then a beer company in Florida, Copper Tail Brewing. Nice. And, Booyah. Uh, because I play the ukulele, I'll I have a... Put my Pacifico away. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Get that out of here. Um, but uh, a... a guitar shop replay guitar no store way. in florida it's a friend's kind of shop and i when they learned i played a piano or not piano but the ukulele they kind of sent me a should ukulele. i go get mine you have like the most eclectic <laughs> mix of sponsors you want to send i know i really do that is great yeah um it is it's fun i'm trying to think about the others i don't think i have <laughs> <laughs> well if you awesome. want if you want to run and get the uke we can have a sandcast sign-off. I can play it. It's off. been a while, but Perfect. just let me warm up well, a little. Hopefully it's tuned. That, I'll, uh, I'll ask you our final question. Yeah. We ask every guest. Um, so if you had to give one piece of advice to mm-hmm. an upcoming beach volleyball player, <clears throat> what would that piece of advice be? Um, hmm, probably that, uh, you know, you have to love it. It's such a fun sport, and it can take you so many cool places to yeah. just enjoy every piece of it enjoy being at the beach or wherever you are in the sand um getting every touch that you can get and even doing the stuff outside like weightlifting and all that stuff it's such a fun journey to go through um and so just to to stay after it I mean there's such I think there's an emerging um, like world of beach volleyball so as if you can stay in it and like push through and to enjoy every second of it it's I mean, some of the most fun yeah. you'll have in your entire life. <laughs> yeah. We're about to have some fun. <clears throat> and gotta show everyone these. And Corinne also. I will say, Carly Wopat actually made this. Oh, but wow. Carly didn't even I did ask them. We bring had us cookies, <laughs> so we have. Uh, I did ask her to bring me some. We have. Gonna, we have cookies. I already have one. Um, and then we have My the. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then we have the ukulele. 
Okay, I haven't played in a while. I'm so whoever you want to sign us off here. Um, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> is it off? What is? I no. Said, is it off too? It's been a while. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> we really put you on the spot. Yeah, we can hear it. <laughs> okay. Wow. Sorry. Sweating. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Booyah. Okay, Booyah. you can cut that. <laughs> well, this has been Sandcast with Miss Karen Krugel. Thank you so much for yeah, coming thank on. Thank you guys. It's been awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.